Life Audio. Teach Us to Pray is brought to you by Life Audio and is a part of our Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Welcome back, friend. You are listening to the Teach Us to Pray podcast, where we teach believers practical and real-life tips on how to grow your faith and relationship with God through the power of prayer. I'm Christina Patterson, host of the Teach Us to Pray podcast and founder of Beloved Women, where I encourage, equip, and empower women in the love of Jesus Christ and the truth of God's Word. But look around you, your family, your faith, they're not in the way. They are the way. From the creators of Jesus Revolution comes the incredible true story. It's going to be dangerous and scary and giving up. It's not an option. The story of one family's journey from down under to center stage. Unsung Hero, a for King and Country film starring Candace Cameron Bure and Terry O'Quinn. In theaters now. Visit unsunghero.movie to learn more. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. I am so excited to introduce today's guest, Ayana Hall. She is also known as the relationship pharmacist. She is a wife, marriage strategist, coach, and mentor. And she is going to be giving us some practical and real life tips on how we can be praying for our marriages. In our conversation, she shares specifically one area of importance all wives need to be praying over their husbands, how we can be praying for ourselves as wives. And she also shares about the benefits of praying with your spouse. This is a power packed episode for those of you who are in marriages and are looking for guidance on how to pray for your spouse and how to pray for your marriage. Enjoy. I love that you encourage women to practice a lifestyle that keeps them connected to God. And we know that prayer is a very important part of that. What are some important areas that wives should be praying when it comes to their marriage? For their marriage, I think you should be praying for your husband's, like, pray for his mind. Because so much of the things that happen, the missteps that we make start in our mind, their thoughts, thoughts become things. So it's like praying for our husband's minds, their thoughts, the things that they may never speak to you. The things mm. that you may never know, praying for that, not just in a way so that you're like 
and you're protecting your marriage or, you know, protect, protecting him in that way, but also praying for his mind to help him become free of the things that may be holding him down, that may be holding him back, the blocks that he has. I know for my husband, a lot of, you know, especially when our husbands work out, you know, in the workforce and, they, and whether in corporate America and all the these structures, they deal with a lot and they don't say any of it. So praying for our husband's minds, just not to protect our marriage, but to protect them, to give them that freedom and that peace and that space to not feel like they have to carry the burdens of the world on their shoulders because they will if, you know, if it was up to them. Right. Right. That is so good. Praying for their minds. How have you seen prayer impact your own marriage? It has changed so much. And I, and it's not just, we pray individually, but when my husband and I actually started praying together, it was a beautiful thing. And at first it was a little scary because like my husband had a beautiful way of praying. And he was just so eloquent. And I'm in my mind, I'm like, well, my prayer doesn't sound like that. And, you know, he got all these words and he's quoting these scriptures. And I'm like, I just, me and God, we don't talk like that. (laughs) But then I realized over time, I'm like, my husband needs to hear me pray just as much as I need to hear him pray. Mm -hmm. And it's a intimacy that you just don't get anywhere else when you just come humbly before God and just lay it all out there. And I've gained so much in understanding kind of where my husband's heart is. And also it gives you things to pray about for him when you're not with him. Because like the things that your husband may share, you you may not even know that he may be dealing with or things that are on his mind. And then you kind of make a mental note. And then I know later I'm praying for my husband for the things that he shared during our prayers together. So I know praying together has been one of the things that I love, I value. And even when my husband is out of town, if we can pray on the phone before I go to bed, we do. He's at a meeting. He'll be like, okay, I'll, I'll call you in 10 minutes and we'll pray and he'll go back to, you know, whatever. But it doesn't have to be also like a legalistic thing. Cause some people are like, well, you have to pray every time, every night before you go to bed or you have to pray this way. You have to pray this time. You can pray wherever you can pray standing in the kitchen. Yeah. You can pray, you know, you can pray at night. You can pray in the day. You can pray on the phone. You can pray on his way to work on your way to work. So realizing that you have that freedom to know that God always hears you, that you can pray anywhere with your, with your husband is definitely a beautiful thing. And it definitely helps you grow spiritually as well. As well. Yeah. How did you and your husband start praying together? Was that something y'all always did from the start of the marriage or did it grow to become a hat? Like, how did y'all make that like a, a thing? Somebody told us that like, we think you should start praying together. So it was a suggestion from someone. It wasn't something that we started doing. It wasn't something that we came up with our own. It was like kind of through like marriage ministry and kind of just learning, you know, what God says about marriage and how we're supposed to be in unity, realizing, okay, if we're, you know, supposed to be seeking God individually, then we should be seeking him together. So, we, you know, so we were encouraged to start praying together. And like I said, it wasn't easy at first and it wasn't comfortable. Mm. So like, if you feel like, well, I don't know, I don't want to do that. It's going to sound weird. It may, it may sound weird. And God knows, God knows exactly how it's going to sound. And he's going to listen to you anyway. And your husband is not going to be over there thinking, Ooh, what'd she say that for? He is not concerned. (laughs) Right. Cause he got to say his prayer too. Right. Right. So, and then also one thing that we started doing was that we switch off who starts. Okay. So that, you know, so you can like, cause and then at the end, if some, if the other person has something they want to add to the prayer, they can. So it's not like, like that's the only person that prays. 
But right. we started over time once we started praying and especially once I got more comfortable. I'm like, okay, let's find a switch off. Let's go kind of back and forth. So I start prayers and then the next day or, you know, the next time we pray together, he'll start. I love that. Now, do y'all have some sort of schedule that y'all work out or is it just as you feel led to pray together and then y'all just do it? Right. Yeah. So it's usually okay. it's at night. Okay. Go to bed usually. But, you know, life happens and sometimes somebody goes to bed when somebody's not going to bed and, you know, or whatever. Usually it's that. But sometimes, especially when things are going on, the other person will be like, um, let's pray together. So yeah. that's when I know that, okay, it can be in the middle of the day. We stand in the kitchen or at his desk or whatever. But it's not scheduled in that other than we try our best to pray right before we go to bed. Yeah. What is something that you pray for your marriage before that that's manifested now? What, what is something that you're experiencing in your marriage that's an answer prayer? Good communication. Mm. Because it's easy to talk at a person. And that's something that we did. And it's like, these are my thoughts. These are my opinions. You don't understand me. And you, and you get all in that. So like I've prayed over communication. And for me, how do I speak to my husband in love? Yeah. Because I can be very black and white, very, I'm going to get to the point. This is how I feel. This is what I think. This is what you should know. And that's great. However, those words cut and they cut swiftly. so I've had to pray about my words and us communicating so that even when it's a sticky subject even when it's something that we'd rather not talk about but we know we need to talk about we can do so in love and not offend but even in that we've learned and this one thing that I love about kind of our growth in communication is that sometimes when like you cut you know how you have the conversation in your head first yep like how do I say this and what am I and you then, might say this back. How right, much? Right. And then what am I saying? What am I, you know, all of those things that everybody has. I've learned that when I'm going to say something and I've thought about it, thought about it. And for some reason, I can't get it to sound a better way or something that maybe I'll start and I'll say, go ahead, babe. I'm going to say this. I'm not sure how to say it a different way. And that gives him the space to take a breath, take a step back and like, okay, not to get offended by what I'm saying, because she has thought about it. She cares enough about me and my feelings and my thoughts. She's not trying to attack me, but she can't, you know, fix the words to make it sound any better. And he does the same thing to me. And that like takes the edge off. So no one's like jumping to defense about, you know, what you're saying and how, why you feel like that? Because, you know, we do that. But that is one thing that prayer has helped me in really communicating well. It's still growing in communication because I, we communicate well, but we can always get better. Yeah. And prayer is such a um, prayer and communication, but communication is such an important part of a healthy marriage so that you can be in agreement. And because if you can't communicate, then how can y'all know that y'all on the same path together? (laughs) You know, if you don't have that healthy communication. So you shared about how we can be praying for our husbands and praying for their minds specifically. How are you praying for yourself as a wife uh, currently at year 15? Okay. In year 15, I am praying for grace. Mm. And that is to give myself grace. Oh, because okay. I want to do all the things. I want to show up in all the ways. 
I want to be the superwoman and wear her cake proudly. And God is like, baby girl, that is not the assignment that I have given you. <laughs> that sounds like my conversation with God. <laughs> right. He was like, what are you, what are you doing? And I'm like, but Lord, I this and that, this. And, and he just let me spit around until I come back. And I'm like, I can't do this, Lord. I'm dying. So it's really like, and it's giving myself grace because I think we, we get so down on ourselves. And like we, you shared earlier about how, you know, the things we say and the, you know, the narratives that we speak and the ones that we create in our minds and how it should be and what we should do and how we should show up and all these things, it can weigh us down. And when we don't have the grace for ourselves and realize that sometimes you're going to make a misstep, sometimes the to-do list just is not going to get checked off. And that doesn't make you a bad wife, a bad mom, a bad business owner, a bad whatever. It just makes you human. And I have to humanize myself (laughs) on a daily basis. Like, baby, this... It is my hope that today's episode has provided you with insight and helpful tips on how you can pray. We have so much more to talk about when it comes to prayer. So I hope that if you are encouraged by today's episode, you will share it with a friend and subscribe so you never miss any future episodes of the Teach Us to Pray podcast, where we will continue to learn how just like breathing, prayer can become a natural, consistent, and life-giving part of our everyday lives. Until then, be sure to connect with me at belovedwomen.org and check out the show notes to download my free five-day prayer guide. I also want to invite you to study the Bible with me by downloading the Beloved Women app available in the Apple and Google Play stores or at belovedwomen.tv. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. God bless you, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Teach Us to Pray is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. What do you do when your world is falling apart? How do you march when it would be easier to stay where you are and die? Join me every week on the March or Die podcast, and we'll discuss that and so much more.